3: I feel I can do a run, so don't, you know, if you're thinking sort of somewhere between 5 and 10K. Ten, ten that's nice, that's
0: what we'll do. That's good but um, before we actually break into it, normally we would be running already, but mm. I'm going to tell, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you very um, much. I'm going to tell you Rob. two things, dear listener, about Paul Tonganson. One, he's on his holidays, <laughs> check that out. Mm. And two, he did not run the Brighton Marathon on Sunday.
3: Now, whereas
0: my guest today, uh, Ivor Graham, did
3: I did run the the Brighton Marathon, Rob,
0: and uh, and we had, neither of us have run since, and we're going to run right now. Yes. So let's let's do that. Let's okay. see how that goes.
3: Running oh, it's okay. So where? Just tell me where the um, most pain is.
0: Yeah, around my thighs. Yes. In the back of of my thighs, uh, they were saying, what the hell are you playing at? But but in quite an even way. So how about you?
3: Uh, Thighs. Someone at the Harvester in Brighton, where we had our (laughs) post-marathon lunch. Um, (laughs) Have you been to a Harvester before? I have. Do you know that um, Supergrass (laughs) met in Harvester? (laughs) No. Such a swift uh, entry into the trivia game. (laughs) Um, They said uh, I was was walking very uh, uh, amusingly, no doubt, and they said, have you been riding a horse? Which, you know, in most scenarios, I take that as some sort of privilege-based quick, but this was from somebody who'd not, who'd not met me, so they couldn't surely have got there that quickly. Yeah, most
0: also, people would be surprised, but you're like, oh, here we go again with the
3: pony. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I've got friends who've got horses, but I'm actually quite scared. Um, anyway, the point is, it was in, it was in the harvest of right by Brighton Beach. and uh, And so many you know, I'd finish the marathon sort of 20 minutes. Well, that's what I've done. <laughs> Now's not the time for your horse-based jibes. <laughs> Clearly run the right marathon.
0: Yeah, show some respect. Me For some small plates. For a lack of sense of humour. So, so, I think last time we talked about running was when we were on some late train. I think maybe coming from two different places. And we bumped into each other on the train.
3: Oh, Rob. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. No, but but I, I always get very sad when I can't remember things like this because it makes me think about my brain falling apart. Um, I, <laughs> I, I've, I've, I associate uh, our travelling together more with a couple of car journeys. One in particular back from Shrewsbury, 2015. <laughs> yeah. A really great... You but maybe... Did we do Farnham maltings together Did we both in different? about 2018? That was it. We were both on that. So. But I think we were both on that, so that's why you've confused me. Yeah, the, I got it the wrong. The different But also, suggestion.
0: the thing that bewilders me about that, and the reason I bring it up, is because, if I remember rightly, and evidence would suggest I might not have done... You were talking quite uh, speculatively
3: about running at that stage.
0: Had you begun running? Were you running?
3: I think I was I mean I've I've always done i I've always done a bit of running. Yeah. Um I I like it. Very very soothing I mean I'm preaching to the choir here. Have you ever heard of running? <laughs> uh, listen to <laughs> the running the channel. Run. Um uh but I suppose the thing that I should just um uh tear the plaster on quite quickly do it um, in a in a sort of rare well, I'd like to think rare moment of just total modesty 3 is, is, 2 is a, I am just good at yeah, running right, right. Uh, I don't I don't Comes you know you. my dad was a cross country runner um, that's his preferred form of exercise. He used to take me for runs as a kid. Was he running...
0: I'm sorry, this is a rubbish joke, but i started in on that. Yes. Was he involved in the XC community, or was he just running in the country in a temper? Oh, wow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he was crunching the numbers in a, in a mild state of panic at all times. Um, he, uh, uh, so my father, not connected with UK politics, as far as I know... Um, loves running. Yeah. Do a lot with him. But he never did a marathon. And then in uh, 2016, I did the London Marathon. Yeah. So I think we... Again, Rob, I don't... I mean, I must have talked to you about that before, Rob. Yeah, you Rob. had a bit of history. Um, uh, I think it suddenly became a bit more of an onus on it. Partly because you do, you're doing stand-up comedy, you're very aware. And I'm reading your book, Rob, at the moment. Oh, gosh. About uh, about enjoying... Which goes to Parkinson's UK. Uh Terrific. <laughs> um, uh, that was... Uh, Uh, That was one of the many probes about it. The other one being, it's just a great music book as well. And it's about being a stand-up comic and travelling around and forging these specific relationships with these places you go to for a weekend here and there. Oh, absolutely. Not that I've actually done as much running as I don't think. I think I'm quite bad at actually... Turning my hotel room into a bit of a cave. Not emerging for it for 48 <laughs> well, that's hours. That's another
0: very important stand-up skill, as we all know. Um, uh,
3: just rotting until 8pm. But anyway, the, the point is, uh, more time to run. Uh, doing then more stuff with the MS. M. Uh, sorry? Then
0: again until 8am.
3: And then again until... What about what if there's a late show, Rob?
0: Yeah, yeah, well, maybe you're gonna lay in. So, sorry, you were, uh, you were about to... Uh,
3: Well, I was about to to hit you with the the, the, the charity factor. uh, Yes, I, too, run for a parent. My mum's got uh, multiple sclerosis. Right. So I do stuff for the MS Society. Not a huge amount of stuff. Runs for my own ego and comedy gigs, which I also perform at. Also very good for my own ego. Um, But
0: also because, like you say, you've got to use what you've got. Comedy is a platform. And you and I are both, at least to some extent... Innately runsy. Uh, Yes, these are both good ways to do both fundraising and awareness raising.
3: Um, It's it's uh, yeah. I'm I've thus far not done anything for the MS Society that I wouldn't quite enjoy to do anyway. <laughs> um, maybe that's the real challenge. I think that's
0: fair enough. I think the, uh, the quest to, for uh, unsullied altruism <laughs> is an unnecessary one. <laughs> Brilliant baby on your left. Oh, lovely.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's another wholesome day on the heath yeah, between, so uh, as we pass I c- the ponds. I've come up with a plan. Actually, last
0: episode, me and Paul were here. But spring has sprung since then. And what I came up with is that we would run this way, east side of the heath. Because there's no stiff climbs. Mm. We're kind of steadily climbing, but no pulls and such. Then we go across in front of Kenwood, gradually getting higher and higher. And then when we get back, it's early evening, when we get back we'll see the sun begin to set over in the west. That's really nice. Since it's clouding over, it looks like it might be a storm. Okay,
3: well, there'll be a certain poetry to it either way. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, But yes, no, my vote is A. And going right back to my
0: first question, the answer is no, you're quite the runner and you've done a marathon
3: before. Yeah, well, sorry, I've taken forever. 2016 London Marathon, a, a solid amount of training, Yeah. not colossal, certainly not a reinvention of my life lifestyle, Yeah. but, uh, you know, longer and longer runs. Did it in 3.17. Wow, excellent. Um, really uh, in the midst of uh, sort of mostly sort of faff-based mid-20s, <laughs> really stood out like a beacon of self-worth. Um, loved. Uh, the couple of weeks after, uh, oh, yeah. where where everyone sort of sort of says, "Well, oh, I didn't know you ran," and uh, what a good time! And are you going to do it again? And I said, yeah, "Of course!" And it didn't. Yeah. Uh, didn't just sort of get, get around to continue to run recreationally. Then did it's a big difference
0: psychologically between running a marathon and running the marathon again.
3: I suppose so, but I did think actually no, I I, I in in it, it wasn't there wasn't any sense of I've done it now it's such a phenomenal day and experience and just part of your lifestyle and then you've got sort of marathon tourism where you go and do it in all you know all these different places even doing Brighton on Sunday which we'll get to yeah just uh, what a lovely way to experience Brighton yeah yeah absolutely Um, an entirely new experience
0: of a place we've been to a lot mm. Uh, so I think it's very fancy Sorry, do you mind if I get a picture of this crazy duck?
3: Wow, okay. I think that's more appropriate than she would stop to get a picture of the good baby. Yeah,
0: <laughs> although that baby's short red hair was pretty yeah, yeah, no, very much so. But I didn't take a picture, and you're that's my witness.
3: The lovely duck. What's that, a teal? A oh, Rob, you're duck? talking to the wrong man, I'm afraid. I, You know, I, I'm, I'm aware we're doing... <laughs> Something triumphantly wholesome and outdoorsy, yeah. But that doesn't extend, in my case, to no, I think wildlife knowledge. No, no. I've taken some lovely walks on the heath <laughs> with my friend Will Hitchens, ah. who is a comedy producer and birder, uh, <laughs> and so he'll point, he'll he tell you what that duck was. These are Egyptian geese making the noise. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, um, yes, yeah, so I've just I've just uh, realised that I. Um, it's been too long. A friend of mine, uh, in summer of 2020, when things had eased up and we were allowed to do some things, yes. um, he asked me to do a virtual marathon with him for a conservation charity he works for, where he ba- basically everyone was doing their own marathons in their own time because there were no organised events. Ah um, yes, yes, yes. So we did a fun. Uh, marathon of his design around London and, I tr- and I'd and i been exercising a bit in the first lockdown but didn't find that too hard and thought right let's, let's, let's do another marathon quite soon Did, you, do that, was, did you get a comparable time on that No marathon? that one we didn't take it seriously because he'd also got um, other people to join for subsections of the run oh, I see. and also a friend of his, the photographer of the conservation charity whose day job is popping off to box one of some new elephant you know, headshot uh, was stopping to photograph us running in the uh, in the conservation charity garb over right. Tower Bridge, etc. Yeah. So, yeah. Action, so as stunning as those shots are, high res, uh, <laughs> we were not. Um, it, we weren't yeah. going for a time. You stopped and had "What's There was there, the was, a, there was a bit of that. And what yeah. I'm doing now is I'm. Um, Uh, I was encouraged by people at the MS Society to they said, would you do some more stuff this year? And they are doing a thing uh, in May, which they did I think a couple of years ago called the May 50k Ah. where the uh, people in any way involved in the MS Society or indeed anyone at all who's taken an interest wants to fundraise, are encouraged to run, walk or roll 50k over the course of May um, and post about it and fundraise. Oh,
0: that's great. So it's a real community thing because you can, you know, you can do anything from, well, do it over a month.
3: Well, it's a, it, you know, or it, in, whether it's in just your morning walk up. every day, slowly yeah. building up. But I, rather more attention-seekingly, <laughs> said, well, that's I'd allowed, like to do it in, in, the, in one go. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, a sort of partly because um, I find it a delightful quirk how little, though obviously... This is more hubris, and I may come to really curse these words when I enter sort of kilometer forty-five. But how little over a marathon you have to do for it to qualify as ultramarathon? Yeah, that's
0: right. It's an it's a tempting little
3: step, isn't it? So I'm doing one of the surely one of the shortest ultramarathons in the in the game, in uh, at the Mahanthis festival. Yes, in May. And I, uh, oh, which is, well, it's the first weekend of May, although actually the Saturday is April the 30th, yep. and I am going to do this five kilometre loop, which has been devised by some members of a local running club in Mahuntleth, yep. thanks Gary and the team, uh, and I'm going to do it ten times, and various other comics and audience members are going to join me oh, um, for each, you're not in Mahuntleth. Well, on the Saturday? It's t- on the Saturday. Oh, maybe I could be, Oh, know. this Oh, this is nice stuff, Rob.
0: Yeah, I wasn't going to be, I was, um... T- I was going to be staying with friends on the Friday, Saturday, and they're all day on a Sunday. Oh, it's see. But my friends um, can't put me up anymore, so I'm a bit of a... And I'm on, doing a gig on the way, so yeah, I might be able to join you.
3: Well, it's this be far be a it for me to use this invitation to corral you into my... No,
0: quite the opposite. I think that by doing it live on the podcast, you basically blackmailed into a big yes. Ooh.
3: <laughs> um, so that's a nice thought, and, I'm, and I basically... Uh, uh, I'm very excited about the thought of that and my is as well as being do you sort get, of beautiful. Do you get that way or that way? I would like to go uh right, because then you get more of a sense of doing a full sky. the, um, the um, you know, in a in a very minor uh, and I'm sure, to many people, quite tedious way. It will be a little sort of festival event, uh, and hopefully we'll raise a fair bit of money. Yeah. Um, and what? And if you don't know
0: the Macquarie M- M- Comedy Festival, it's very much in the spirit of that. Like, there's, there's always something fun going on somewhere, isn't
3: there? There's always some like, div overstretching themselves in some way.
0: You seem to have brought a negative to my statement. <laughs> no, no, wasn't no, no, no. There. no, no, it, there's, uh, <laughs> yeah. there's
3: always some charming communal eccentricity to be tapped
0: part of that 5k that isn't enjoyable to run that could entirely break your spirit couldn't it yes uh, coming back to the uncomfortably high curb at some point
3: (laughs) doing it 10 times yeah i can't i mean so the original plan was and this was literally i mean i know the area a bit through the mahuntleth festival and through a very dear friend of mine who lives there but i've never run there I was just looking at a map, trying to design a 50k. Yeah. And if you run to the sea, if you run to Abu Duffy, Abu Duffy Beach and back in a sort of big loop, yeah. it's almost exactly 50km. Yeah. I sent that to Steve at the Mountlith Festival and he said that it was inadvisably dangerous <laughs> because not only is it so hilly, but he said, it's a main road diver. <laughs> so you and your sort of merry band of volunteers. Yeah. Quite a sight also because it's a big loop. I'd already <laughs> I'd said to him, hugely naively for someone who's never organised anything really in my life, i said, oh, we'll get some sort of shuttle system. But essentially getting people who wanted to start the subsections to a point somewhere along the main road between Martin and and It's a nightmare. Time. You've got to get there. <laughs> and you? I've got to get there at a certain time, no. No, no. Whereas what we will do instead, I think the Owen Glinder Centre, uh, Glindier, oh dear, uh, I'll obviously work on my... Uh, pronunciation before the big weekend. Um, <laughs> that will be the that will be the central meeting point. And I'm going to say half an hour splits again. Very neat. Uh, ten times half hours, five hours. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And that's slower than I would normally do a 5k by yeah. a certain distance. Yeah. But I imagine I'll be very glad of those extra minutes the in, the f- in the in the final loops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and I also I've run there before, mm-hmm. and it
0: was so mm-hmm. wonderful. I ran up the hills to the Trying to do this on the map, I suppose it would have been to the south of town, so uh, opposite where they have the Hollywood style sign. Oh, yes. And it was a fantastic, so religiously pretty, good it? run. Although that was partly because it was very hilly. So I kind of ran up the mountain and went, I ran up the mountain! And <laughs> <laughs> stood at the top <laughs> going, <laughs> You know,
3: which is good for one. I'll be, uh, yes, I imagine <laughs> a fantastic moment, but not one to attempt ten times. No. I think there's a slight incline in my loop, but uh, <laughs> I'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. Oh, and there's a bridge. And there's a bridge we're we'll just to make. <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll go yeah. up that hill when we come. And to make, it.
3: making that, making that joke ten times will be a delight to my, yeah. to my co-runners. And making
0: that joke ten times will be a delight to your co-runners. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's amazing
3: how quickly something can pin. It's good, sir. And if you can't make it to my Hunt the Throb, that's absolutely fine. You know, don't worry about it. <laughs> I am, um, I. Uh, so Brighton basically became this uh, can I get a marathon in beforehand for the satisfaction of doing it, but also, in, you know, again, it sounds uh, so, such a, a dramatic and arrogant way to put it, but as a sort of training and tester run. Yeah. And the fear I was. I think that's valid.
0: But so but apart from, have there been so? I'm just recapping here. London 2016. Yes. Speedy. 2017. Spe- 17 minutes. Um, uh, virtual. Sport, relaxed but good marathon. 2020. Yes. Then Brighton. And then no Brighton. marathons. No other marathons. Okay. And uh, at what point did you sign? When, when was Brighton on the sh- schedule for you?
3: Brighton uh, a friend of mine called Luke said I'm doing Brighton in April, I think it was in February. Yeah. And he said, Why don't you do that? Uh oh, look. He then that's a lovely view that? of London. If you photographed the duck, you probably want to photograph yeah, that as exactly.
0: well. It's notable though how we're under a big grey cloud. Lots of London still in sunshine.
3: A very tactful uh guide here from the Kenwood viewpoint to both the nice Hampstead Heath things to look out for um, but also the big city buildings beyond yeah, yeah. us.
0: Can I have a look at Kenwood House or Landon Eye? The Shard. Shard. That's what uh, that's what uh, <laughs> Kirsty Allsop did this morning. Shard. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't think I'm. I th- I'm. I'm. I'm more aware of Kirsty Allsop as, as a tweeter.
0: Rather than a <laughs> talker. Yeah, I loved to. No, I'm i', I I'm Watching her row with Nadine Doris about Channel 4 the <laughs> other day it wasn't, wasn't enlightening to me. Well, did you, didn't D- feel did like, feel a, like great a no winners in the culture. R- yeah. <laughs>
3: mm, Who's it today? Uh, r- r- we we run live from the day of Ryland Clark Neal versus Edwina Curry. I'm <laughs> yeah, a huge a fan of Ryland, I should lovely say. Lovely way to, to nice run position. the world. Um, <laughs> Uh,
0: so let's get, let's let's uh, enlighten, enliven, by getting back to. So I'll you, get to Brighton. Only a couple of months ago, then, not 16 weeks away from
3: Brighton. So no, and 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 for to join a friend who then pulled out because he had COVID a couple of weeks ago. Right, poor chap. So I was travelling alone to do it. My own training had been short and interrupted by my own. Uh, Covid, and then a the sort of suspicion of a sprained ankle after when I did you have kicked COVID? a sofa oh, during some horseplay. Yes, I, rem- I listened to oh, yeah. your pod with uh, Paul when you were just re-entering, actually quite quite sort of aggressively re-entering the fray.
0: Yeah, I felt okay with it. I did. I still do. Well, that I feels. i like you, but it feels separate. It felt like I was. It wasn't. that I was better so much as that I was still recovering, but I could run.
3: Mm. My yes, I I had a very, very fortunate set of extremely mild, yeah. uh, mainly inconvenient uh, right. brush with it. So no, I don't think it affected the running too much. If anything, it was an excuse. Right. The mild suspicion of sprain of ankle that was. That, that was about a week and a half out. And so basically, I ended up having done almost nothing before Brighton. I was going to say,
0: what about training months? Did you do uh, mm. 13 miles, 16 miles, 20 miles, no, no mile, no. 5 miles? Go on, tell
3: me. I think the longest run was about you know, more than 9 or 10 miles, and there was only about 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 one of those. So, plot uh, spoiler
0: here. Um, keen uh, trainers for marathon to... Adhere to a, a um, training schedule. Yes. Get out there yeah, and um, break I, yourself on the wheel of a marathon. You're not going to like the story you're going to tell, are they?
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> they're not. And I tried to deal with that early on, in a Pod. But no, I I, uh, I finished in three hours twenty two minutes um, uh, after an extremely casual. <laughs> I took the carb loading very seriously. Yeah, right. That's, that's one of the easier bits. You did I really hammered my carb loading and my tapering. The, uh, <laughs> good
0: work. That's important stuff. And you did point out very early on that the running does come quite naturally to you. So there's that.
3: And the thing, mm. I
0: suppose I just had... One more photo. Let's stop the stride, because we're going to okay for this recovery run. Any, uh...
3: It's, you, it's you know what, now? it's it's fine now. It was, um, uh... Sunday, as descri- uh, described, uh... Walking like I just got off a horse. Yep. Monday. Let you take used t- to, culturally. Well, <laughs> oh, this is nice. What are we looking at here?
0: That's a Henry Moore, and these are the gardens of Kenwood House. And that bridge down there. I mean, this is one. Oh, I want to. I don't. Um, Should we cross so that bridge when so we come to, to? messing it? around, but I'm going to.
3: Oh, this. this I can't is have this green fence in the picture. Yeah, some live trespass.
0: We can't cross pod. that bridge, Ivo, uh, because it's not a real bridge. What? It's a, It's a cardboard bridge to look nice. You, Seriously? That's a chomploy, and your oi have just been
3: tromped. Oh, wow. <laughs> good, eh? Well, it is It is good. Yeah. I've never been so pleased to be tromped in all my life. <laughs> What's that? See, it's a cardboard... Yeah,
0: it's just a thin bridge. I mean, it's like plywood. And it, the back of it looks quite nice these days, but it used to be... Look, there's bluebells here as well. This is incredible. Trust the Hampstead Heath. It was your idea to come to Hampstead Heath today, and it was a blooming good one.
3: Y- well, I mean, I, I thought it was your local, but I didn't realise it was because it's, a, it's it is one, one of the locals.
0: I was going to bring us around this way, but if you need to see the back of that bridge, I can change. Jo- no, I'll show you another day. Okay. Just take my word for it on the tromping. Okay. Well
3: I'll be, I'll be, I'll be on the Wikipedia page as soon as I'm back on the train.
0: <laughs> In the old days, it was great because when you, if you go down, like you know, we sort of joined Kentwood House at the mm-hmm. top, but if you drop down that side, you come down behind it, and the back of it just literally looks like sort of plywood you know but these days they've made it look quite nice but it's still obviously you know as good as two-dimensional so well, I'm, I'm not going to be
3: looking at everything else i mean that's that's a proper that's an actual building that's right? a real house yeah that's yeah, a that nice house. The top there is real
0: yeah
3: <laughs> you just you just tell me warn me of any future trumps what <laughs> a like lovely you, day sunday is was a, a tromp
0: um, i'm gonna tell you whether it's fake news <laughs> or not <laughs> Glorious. So you, yeah, you've blown the gaffer. So here, here we are. We're at the start line, Brighton, by the way, everyone. The the phone, the app said it was going to be a grey day, mm. but it was a beautiful day from the start. It
3: was stunning. Not only
0: hot, which was even better. No. But yes. Yeah, so uh, and the start was nice. Take us from there. You were in uh, well, I Preston take you,
3: Park. Can I take you back a tiny bit further, Rob, yeah, do. just to illustrate? Um, how uh, also administratively unprepared I was for the marathon. <laughs> um, on top of <laughs> oh, of course it's, it's, it's picking up numbers and stuff like this. Isn't yes, it? I yeah. I, um, I uh, I'd forgotten because I've, I'd not done a uh, a race outside, you know, my home city, and also just hadn't been thinking enough about it in the in the sort of week running up to it, other than just sort trying to block out from my mind how the training I'd done. Suddenly realised on the Friday. Oh, I've just got to get my race pack. How did you get your race pack from Brighton Beach? <laughs> yeah, oh. I
0: made a plan, as actually announced, on a previous podcast to go to Brighton, get the number and go home again. I see. So I could get the scene, yep. get the feel of the thing. Oh really and then sleep in my bed And do you
3: feel nights. that did that help you scout it out? It
0: worked well very it worked very nicely, but it was a big gamble mm. on trains running beautifully on Sunday morning. But they did, so that was great.
3: Well I well I was already taken on that gamble of getting the train down on Sunday morning. Yeah. Um but uh, but you can't get your race pack on the Sunday morning, it had to be Friday or Saturday. Yes. However, I was gigging in Brighton on the Friday night at oh, the lovely open air theatre, so I thought, well that's fine. I'll just get there in time to pick up the race pack before the gig. But <laughs> I didn't do that, Rob. You didn't I do that. I was held up that afternoon <laughs> and I arrived in Brighton with barely enough time to get to the gig. So I turned this immediately into a nice. wacky plan.
0: Did you tell someone who looked slightly similar to you to go pretend to
3: to you? No, you don't. I, was, I, I said to the audience, is anyone doing the Brighton Marathon this weekend who hasn't collected their race pack yet? I'll happily give you my driving licence in the interval if you can pick up my race pack for me and I'll meet you on Sunday morning. Gosh, I was astonished in an audience of 200-ish people. <laughs> no one was running the marathon. No one. It was a real uh, uh, pin drop. Awkwardness, <laughs> um, but I pressed on further. Come on, guys! I think people start to realise it wasn't, it wasn't Who's a joke. With <laughs> Who's with me? Who's with me? <laughs> Come on, this is
0: exciting, isn't it? Who's with
3: me? I was trying to convey the fun of being part of my <laughs> madcap scheme, you know. And I, I thought if you're picking up your race pack then it's not going to add extra time but it is actually yeah. um, I think the person who eventually agreed to help me out gave up quite a lot of their time over the course of the weekend and the person in question was a lovely woman called Annabelle who's an Airbnb guest she's got an Airbnb in Brighton which was being rented by someone who'd come down to do the marathon. Yep. So she texted him in the interval, said, could you pick up this? I've just met this comedian. Uh, <laughs> could you pick up this guy's race pack tomorrow? Also, yeah, if
0: you could forward this money to a Nigerian <laughs> prince, I know. There,
3: I did spend a lot of Saturday. <laughs> well aware that my driving licence was on the south coast, potentially having all sorts of... <laughs> rickety things done with it, <laughs> but Annabelle had struck me as very wholesome, and actually... Oh, it I, wouldn't
0: be the first time someone's had something rickety done to their last season <laughs> <by> on the <Saturday. laughs>
3: I've enjoyed it, Rob. I've enjoyed it almost as much you enjoyed that duck. <laughs> um, I, That's what he said. Uh, so she... Um, uh, she uh, so anyway, she, she, she and her Airbnb guest, <laughs> and she, you must t- have met him in the end, right? No, I met, I met Annabelle. Oh, nice. So Annabelle and I met in front of the uh, uh, Duke of York cinema yep. on um, Sunday... Uh, Sunday morning, bad, bad couple of years for the Duke of York, but his cinema is still a jewel in the Brighton <laughs> arts scene. Um,
0: yeah, I don't think you necessarily need to associate it with the man himself.
3: No, you don't. I oh, know it was a, it was a it was cheap from me, uh, and I regret it. I'm sorry. That's what he said. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure he said I, I'm <laughs> sorry, at sorry at any point in this process. He wouldn't have been able to do the in Marathon either,
0: because he can't sweat. Oh, very.
3: how was your sweat level on that on Sunday? Low, surprisingly low. It was uh well there we go. The Duke was with us all. Um <laughs> But Annabelle and she was very dismayed that the race pack didn't have any safety pins in. You're right. Uh which I thought I th- maybe I'd, I'd glo- I mean I spent most of my preps glossing over long articles on websites, but I thought it said safety pins in the race pack. They weren't, so then we were looking yeah, around news agents.
0: I was given four safety pins, and there were four holes in the number mm. um, for their use. So, mm-hmm.
3: well, whereas we were going into news agents uh, asking for, and eventually found a nice man at. Uh, uh, made entirely of safety pins. He was made... He, was, yeah, he, he <laughs> kindly <laughs> <laughs> sacrificed one off his left flank for me. Uh, and that was very fault felt strongest over the course of the run, weirdly. Sort of transubstantiation. And he gave us a single safety pin, and then, of course, I got to the information desk at uh, Britain, at Preston Park, and they've got a whole celebrations box full of yeah. thousands of safety pins. So that jeopardy was also averted. But yeah. I got I got away with it in really... um, it, You know, this I, d- I, d- I deserve to... Uh, to do myself quite a big injury on the eve of the ultra macathon as i've yeah, called it yeah. because the br- operation brighton despite me uh, really n- not doing any of the hard work myself on any front it all came together yeah yeah didn't have time to do a bag drop either right. i was at one point during the gig on the friday night swinging. Oh, that's the other, yeah
0: i mean i prepared a post-race bag oh yeah and you dropped t- it yep. on friday mm. and didn't see it again to the finish line A handy uh, um, (laughs) carrot to get me to finish the marathon (laughs) at a low point. It's like you're going to have to finish it if you want to put on a pair of trousers.
3: And did you? uh, (laughs) And and do you? Do you sort of pick your? You know, it's disposable clothing, presumably. You're not putting a favourite jumper in your post race. You know, I I didn't think it was my favourite
0: because I never wore it. But when I said goodbye to it at the the corrals at the beginning, I was like, I literally gave it a little hug. Well, hang on, that's different. It's really cold.
3: In the corrals at the beginning, that's the jumper you're never seeing again. Yeah, that's right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that, that I felt that one as well. I quite, I'll, I'll sort of infuse any.
0: Literally never worn that boxer sweatshirt, but it was a sad moment to say I, I
3: only get sad about things when it's when, when it's suddenly too late. That's that's, that's the slightly uh, um, inefficient way in which I'm sort of emotionally wired. But yes, yeah, similarly, I think I'm gonna have to go back to TK Maxx and get that exact same hoodie again uh, for fourteen pounds because I because I did love it. Yeah. Um, and that feels quite can <laughs> that feels quite dramatic. Everything feels a bit dramatic. Sort of throwing a jumper into a big bag. Yeah. Goodbye forever. <laughs> um, but no in terms of the uh, backdrop for the end. I initially, I thought maybe that, maybe the kind strangers from the gig will take that with their bag, and I brought a Sainsbury's bag full of my stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I thought yeah. that's too far. Actually, I have to accept being cold at the end of the race, yeah. and I wasn't even cold at the end of the race because my girlfriend Julia, who proposed the harvester because it reminded her of uh, uh, a birthday party she'd been to at Harvest when she was a child or something, and it's a lovely super outdoor grass, seating. Be a and it's because she's a Supergrass yeah. super fan. Yeah. <laughs> Three best part of three and a half hours moving <laughs> around Brighton. Um, and afterwards, did you feel all right? I, uh, I certainly felt uh, I've got no further Supergrass songs, so I'm going to have to say yeah, I did and I leave it there. <laughs> Two like
0: oh 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 Supergrass super songs, that reflects very badly you on then me. You fumbled your uh, <laughs> <laughs> safety pin <laughs> and got caught by the fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say
3: Road to Ruin. Is that quite a niche late Supergrass album? <laughs> the, pun, the trouble with that one is it's already got a pun in it. Yeah, no, I know. But they they, they won't mind me just popping a third in one. On Northern there. France? Then you'd
0: be away, <laughs> wouldn't you? I don't know whether everyone is in Northern France. There's or not. got to be a Road to Ruin. <laughs> but whether Marathon? But at least Supergrass will enjoy it.
3: <laughs> Go on, Gaz. Do the road to ruin with me. Um, So, now we find you
0: abandoning a carrier bag in the surprise sunshine of Preston Park. Yes. Feeling, you know, unprepared. Um, Blasé. Blasé. With with reasonability, as we know. And
3: also, Annabelle, uh, she she asked me to get to the Duke of Yorks for 8.30, which I thought was quite early for a 9.45 start time, Yeah. because that's... uh, uh, again, with, with no p- pride or triumph, that's how I live my life. You're right. It's actually, a, a I vi- momentarily <laughs> resented the organisation of someone who was just trying to make sure I started the marathon on time. A stranger who was really helping <laughs> yeah, me out. <laughs> devoted much of a weekend <laughs> to helping me out, thinking, oh, I'd actually rather get to run for 9.15, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I suppose it's your rules, you've got the licence. And to uh, be fair to
0: both of you, that was the time that was encouraged. Yeah. And it was quite relaxed, but it was also, there was enough time.
3: We are recording a podcast. Yeah, we're busy. Bye. We've got to keep our pace up. <laughs> it's running commentary.
0: Let's go running commentary. Run con pod.
3: How often does that happen, Rob?
0: Well, happens a lot in different ways, but it mm. sounded to me like they didn't care about the podcast, they just wanted to be in it. Mm.
3: Well, which often. Which is, you know, sort of <laughs> it's sort of admirable in a way. But they need to learn how this podcast, yeah, If you want to be on a podcast, the the barriers for entry are so low now, guys. Start one up, mate. <laughs> but also The best time is to is start podcast a podcast was yesterday, the second best time is
0: now. <laughs> listeners, uh, will know this but when I started out recording was it when me because me and Paul have done, done the Grandathon twice once both doing this I know mad once to me, me doing it and me talking to him on, and he was in his house but it's so funny because people were saying, wow is this live and I was like no so that's quite disappointing isn't it <laughs> months of tech and prep entirely undermined by the first
3: question are we live no it's better because it's not live <laughs> but they don't understand <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Rob, I feel we're talking so much about every aspect of my Brighton experience. I'm happy just now just to skip through, you know, because uh, I'd love to talk to you about how it was for you and specific bits of the route that we might have both enjoyed rather than meet us getting to the end of our Hampstead Heath run. And I've only just finished my sort oh, of safety pen again. quest. I don't mind. I'm feeling very good now. <laughs> yeah, but we should be careful. Uh, yes. You've got to take it easy. Also, I would welcome your advice about just general... Because I just don't think I take aspects of this seriously enough like the stretching well I think the
0: stretching is interesting because I've come up against it in the past I've gone uh, my very first half marathon many years ago just hit me days later on the Thursday so it's Wednesday now Mm. on the Thursday I had a kind of run for a train with my guitar and that and I ran like this and I went into like full body shock and it was awful but having said that I don't think the marathon's got any terrible surprises for you in particular like you say you're naturally fit for it You know it's all very easy and nice for you but it's true you could you did your 10 mile training run you got out there and you did it quickly so you haven't spent hours and hours on your feet running which is the key thing it's not the distance it's the time Mm. so i think if you feel all right you're probably all right but let's sit down here for a minute just in case
1: They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
0: If you were doing
3: what, if you if so if you're doing a, a sort of a slightly longer marathon now in two and a half weeks, as I am, yeah. what would I mean? Lovely for doing this with you today. Might go and one more run on sort of Friday or Saturday. And I'm sort of back into complacent tapering again. Yeah, I would. I, I
0: literally it? think that you're. I think that it's great because what you've done is you've got yourself on schedule for said taper because the taper wants to last about three weeks. Is, is that working? Yes. No, it's not, is it? There we go. That's working. Lovely. Um, uh, you know, you're what? Yes, three weeks from my So, um, you should. I would taper. Don't stop taper. Mm. So go. We're out now. This is going to be what a. 30 mile week, should we say, okay. you go for another oh, easy one, go for, go for 8k on Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. and then next week, you know, just keep running and wind it down, so what you're doing is you're maintaining this fitness and gradually denying yourself miles, right. and I think then when you get to McCluncliffe, yeah, I think it will feel straightforward. As someone who ran, first of all, as someone who knows nothing, that's important, you know, no, never take my opinion on board, but I ran two marathons in October they were a fortnight apart, I think. Wow. And honestly, now from here, second one, much easier. So the first one worked as a training run for the second one. And I think with your fitness, the nature of your fitness, I think that is going to be the case for you as well. Because
3: you've done how many marathons now, Rob? 20?
0: Not quite. 20 by the time of 50 is the quest, and that was the m- one of the main reasons I did Brighton. It was Marathon 18. Oh, lovely. Isn't that great? And yet we haven't talked about it. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened on the start line of the Brighton Marathon, which I enjoyed. Do you, you ready to actually run on down the hill?
3: Yeah. Oh, can I give you something while we're here? Oh, because let's do also, this. I think yeah, this, will, this, will t- this will tee up well, the one thing I want to talk it, about, which is music. Tell right? Okay. I, um,
0: you know, first of all, I thought it was great that the person at Preston Park He was just a little bit rubbish, bless him. Uh He kept saying, he said, if you could uh, um, head down to the funnels, they're just closing, I mean opening, in five minutes. Ten minutes. The 10K has started, is starting, will start. No, it's the marathon that's
3: starting. So much admin to cover. It was really good. It was sort of banter and cheering people on based on whether they're wearing like a Brighton shirt or something.
0: There was also the the, um, uh, uh, convoy of scooters and minis that went out ahead of the marathon. Honestly, so much poisonous fumes uh, left in the air by that little, very bright and very kind of quadrophenia, but also deeply poisonous uh, convoy. I
3: saw room. that and thought, I bet there's some great backstory to that, which I'm going to read up on afterwards. But I didn't. Mm. Are they? They were. They were. They uh, yeah.
0: What it, what it is is they were vehicles.
3: Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> just, just charming. <laughs> so I thought that's. Stop making it your day. Actually, in your cars. It's our day. <laughs> um, it was
0: quite bright, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it
3: was really nice. It, looked, yeah, it th- looked really cool. The
0: person announcing it said, Get into the um, uh, corrals. Kept saying corrals. Yeah, I've never heard and the word corrals time so many times in my life. he said corrals, I thought of my dad and the film Gunfight of the OK Corral. Or It might be My Darling Clementine, but it's one of the films, Westerns, about the Gunfight of the OK Corral, right. which had the theme tune, which he was cursed with his whole life as an earworm. Boot here. Boot And honestly, so my you know, my dad who I was essentially running for was singing Boot <laughs> Hill. Someone's come see us. Hi.
3: Hello. Um my um I'm pleased that your dad's earworms are your earworms as well. We've got a very similar, I think, uh Sort of direct line yeah. in our family where they've just been drilled into us. And once we're grown ups, you can see
0: their pain. It's mean, a joke about my dad being tiresome, but now I can just see him thinking, How can I stop singing this song? I told my kids about the time when he had, uh, I don't know what John Lennon song is, but it, there's a line in it where he goes, Strange days indeed. And he sort of, kind of sang it to make a point, but then about four days later, <laughs> he's chilling with the carpetpetpet and he's like, Strange days. You know, I can't stop, I can't stop. <laughs> he couldn't get rid of it. So, yeah, we know how that feels, right?
3: Yeah. I'm trying to think of a good one. Uh, my dad is a big Pink Floyd fan. So I would. Uh, so, um, there's a Pink Floyd album called Meddle which starts with a song called One of These Days. And it's just a sort of, quite good for running actually, sort of throbbing instrumental. And then about halfway through there's a sort of breakdown and a monstrous voice says, one of these days I'm gonna cut you into little pieces and then the song sort of explodes. (laughs) It's great, but my (laughs) my dad will often say he had that in his head. Whether or not that was just an excuse for him to sort of be a monster and (laughs) sort of say to (laughs) his children, one of these days I'm gonna cut you into little pieces. (laughs) Know, not a hugely PG-friendly age. No. Um, but he's got lots of those as well.
0: And then he'd say, no, listen to it, you can hear it. And then you'd be listening to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> for about this six is minutes. not making it any better. <laughs> Go then, what you got for me?
3: It's a musical thing based on a band we've definitely talked about. And I oh, think, oh, oh. actually, you, you, I, I looked him up in the index, we were just skip to it. And you said you associate them with running more than oh, any other. It's going in the bag. It's, And I've got one for me as well. Because I got, like, um, and they are... Go t-shirts oh, by Public Service fantastic. Broadcasting from an, their new limited edition because they're for Ukrainian Ukraine, right? Aid oh, Rage. Yes! So, it's, I just, this fantastic. is, I put Go On at Mile 24 in Brighton <sighs> because it's my sort of, everything else on the playlist was, and I wasn't listening to the playlist all the way through because it's, um. It's nice to soak it up, obviously, yeah. but uh, certainly from the middle, particularly when you, there weren't any crowds, I was enjoying music, and I just had the playlist on shuffle, and whatever I was served, oh, I was served.
0: Fantastic. We should really put these on, but yeah, I'm yeah. just going to hold it out and do that there. Fantastic. Um, thank you. Yes. Um, and happy birthday to Public Service Broadcasting, who are, I believe, celebrating their 10-year anniversary. Ernestine. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. a lovely piece of extra. And go by them. If you've never heard them and you want a song that's going to get you into them and enhance your running, that's the song.
3: It's, it, it's 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 uh, absolutely fantastic. And you're, and you're sort of, you're walking in the footsteps of history. Yeah. In a slightly, um, uh, it's, you know, not, not entirely your history to appropriate. Um, no, but it's
0: like you say, and also, but they've got that wonderful, That it's interesting you said, because the Race for Space album is about, uh, you know, it's very much, uh, has the Cold War around it, it's about Russia, it's about America, but of course, public service broadcasting, quintessentially British. Very British. And that's why you've got that diffidence, you know, so that's why, um uh there's a... Okay, keep the chatter down in this room. Yeah, yeah. You don't get a cheer because they <laughs> landed on the moon. You get, all right, calm down about <laughs> it, guys.
3: <laughs> Which is a great thing at mile 21. <laughs> yeah. A bit of go. okay, don't... See. There's nothing to celebrate yet. <laughs> you're, you're halfway through mentally. Yeah. Do you want to put this back in the bag because you don't have a bag? Yeah,
0: yeah, good. I don't want to get sweaty. It, forget it I'll have now. it when we get there. Though. I'm good. telling you that much. Um, uh, and I'm getting cold now, so let's get run down the hill. See, I would turn left here and go straight down, but we'll do it the Tonks way and go down the front. Okay. In spirit of, hey... <laughs> great, more listeners. Oh, right. I'm doing a, I did photo points. Oh, everyone,
3: everyone? Live? Live? No, 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 it's yeah, not live. People no, you know, want it to be live so much. Yeah, why not live? Because I'm on Twitter. Oh, great. Good. Oh, great. See, it's working. has Live tweet, Rob Live tweet us. Oh uh, well, well. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. There's no need he to is. interrupt our run with any more of this.
0: <laughs> Sh- Tang. You've broken... it's not going to work now <laughs> What an exciting
3: spot this is, so did they have any they the people from before, yeah, and then they'd kind of caught us up, having checked it out, but that's then, the bless danger. was sat
0: quietly until until we were waited till the ceremony yeah, of the up. gift
3: giving was over, <laughs> and then got involved
0: <laughs> that's some of the politest teenery I've come across to It be was fair.
3: actually, yeah, the future of Britain is in safe hands <laughs> with the, when you're being door stopped with oh, that here level we go. of. Here we go. Oh, This was a very nice... Well, obviously, most marathons probably have this, but particularly when you're going through some of the more sort of residential bits of the marathon, there was some great boombox action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, were there any songs on uh, blaring from boomboxes that made you think, oh, I'm getting that on the next playlist? No,
0: but you know what I was saying about... Um, the thing is, I was listening to um, Ego... Uh, um, Park it right here. I was listening to my own playlist. because right. Because I've been doing the... Do you know about the Running Tracks Radio R? Uh,
3: no. Okay, that's Sorry, my Robert. other podcast. Sorry. I apologise.
0: Where I put together a running playlist every week and then host it. No, DJ it. And... Uh, it's led to discovering some incredible tunes, and I've done it. I've done like you know 35 episodes or whatever, so now I've got this huge playlist. It's oh very wow. much post the book you're reading.
3: Oh, I do appreciate that. This journey into uh, running music, and catching uh, up with all this. But yeah,
0: there's none that I can put on the playlist because I was listening to all the songs I've had so far. oh my goodness, they were good!
3: Yeah. Um, Okay, so what are the... You don't don't ever relegate things from the... Sometimes you picture a song as as suiting running a lot better. No, because it's
0: better to have loads of songs, and then those more questionable songs, one day you might think, oh yeah, I won't listen to that today, and another
3: day you'll
0: go, yes! Amazingly, that's exactly the tune!
3: Can you um, uh, uh, um, fast-forward when you're running? Or do you yeah, not I'll do flick a song on. But I rarely
0: do, particularly in a big event. They, my phone's in my pocket. But there was one point, for example, on Sunday where something just a little bit too quiet and pensive came on. Sometimes that's fine. Yes. But at this moment, I needed a rhythm section. So I, I didn't listen to... Um, What's that uh, King Creosote song? I'm going silver on my travels <laughs> and I'm on my pulse. Starting to earn It's a good, great song, but I decided against it and <laughs> the,
3: the breadth of your selection, because mine is very, I think, upbeat rock and trance yeah, yeah, my, my, my choice. You've been the, the, the book. One of the first songs I recommend in the book is, uh, uh, is Restacks exactly by Bonnie Bear. <laughs> it is exactly right. <laughs> that's so the wrong. idea, you see. But no, you're right. I mean, you know, you're trying to capture all sorts of things, aren't you? Any,
0: any song that's good is good running music. you just got to Wait for the moment for when it is. But, um, yeah, so I first of all, had some amazing Chemical Brothers who also celebrated an anniversary, 25 years since Dig Your Own Hole. Oh, great. Which I didn't realise until I heard that, what an important album that was for me. Because mm-hmm. I kind of took it for granted, but then listening to it, you know, realising basically I like all the individual songs, mm-hmm. but putting them back together as they were in whatever it was, late 90s, well, 25 years, 97, um, made me go, this is a huge album for me. Yeah, that's interesting. I had a couple of those on on, uh, Sunday, and the other thing that that played a a big part was um, James Bond themes. (laughs) At this moment, you know when you go out and you go into Ovingdeen and come back and then go left up the hill and come back down? As I turned at the top of that hill, it's a great view, isn't it? You've got the the waves are crashing in, you've got the marina, you've got Brighton, Mm -hmm. the I-360 in the distance, which you know is simultaneously the halfway point, and a Long Way Away. Uh, yeah. And uh, at that moment, I was right in the chorus of Another Way
3: to Die by well, Jack White uh, and Alicia Keys.
0: Pa-dang! <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pa-dang! <laughs> Pa-dang! Oh, a great theme for <laughs> a fine <laughs> film. A
0: phone on a table! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that
3: was big. I really... I, I, yeah, all my hair stood on end at that moment. Oh, it's, it's great when it comes together.
0: Yeah. And then later on, I had Starcrossed by Casey Musgraves, which isn't a James Bond theme. No. But it sounds like one. <laughs>
3: I don't know that song. G- I need to get on these playlists, Rob. I'm yeah. thinking I, I w- I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, thinking of Idle Little content-based ways I can sort of run up to doing this 50k. Yep. And I think I'm going to make a, a playlist of 50 songs and maybe sort of tweet about them one by one. Great. If that's not too well, if you want, dearing I mean, centric. As
0: I say, um, I'm not going to. Project. We don't have to talk about this while we're recording this podcast, even though it isn't live. But it um, is. Oh, I, I could come and see you, run with you, in uh, my comfort. And then I can make it that week's episode of the... I could, I'll select some songs for you. Oh, great. Which you can either listen to or not. And then I'll make that that week's um, uh, running chats radio.
3: So I've got I've got one earphone in, and with the other I'm se- I'm telling how much I'm enjoying the songs.
0: Yeah, or I could just talk you through it and say, and, and then I would play you
3: right. this one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that.
3: Quite a singular experience.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like such a treat. <laughs> and here's some malt loaf. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that plan needs work, but we'll talk about. that. No,
3: I like that. I am. Um, there's the hope that I'll that people will, I'm um, encouraging people at the festival to come and run 5K yeah. in bits with me as well. So it'll be a unique attraction to do the Deering 5K. Yeah. If you, if you want to have Casey Musgraves great song sang at you. Know.
0: What are you doing shows-wise? At, um,
3: doing a work in progress on the Friday. Yep. Would you like to do another loop? Um, or do you, think we, do you think that's our run? I think
0: that's our run. I mean, you know, we've been going We've barely covered anything. I know, we we're, were talking. No, what I mean, even talking, I just feel oh, yeah, like yeah. i
3: I'm sorry. I made it very about my... I Brighton like experience. We've done
0: just over just over 5K, and, 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 and uh, I think it's good. It's a healthy run.
3: It's a healthy run. And I done. think
0: also it's fate. It's fate that we haven't done too much detail, I think, because there's more story to be told. And equally, okay. I'm not going to let you go yet, so don't worry about it. Oh, well, that's good, Come Rob. stand in front of this tree with me, these yes. wonderful leaves. It hasn't rained. That's the other thing. Look at that. We look like an album cover. Yes. Nice. I'm um, I'm so, yeah, because we really haven't talked about Brighton in a good way. What was I going to say to you about it? Something very specific, I'm sure. But also, it's good to think about your um, your Mac run is going to be a, is a big deal. You know, that's great. And uh, yeah, so I was asking you what shows you were doing. That's right, you're doing a work in progress.
3: Work in progress. I might compare a showcase, and I'm going to try and do something after the run, so I can say that I did all that. And then there's still a to perform. Um, so that's the plan. But I don't need to bang on about my Mac plans uh i want you you uh,
0: now that we because you haven't done it yet and because i haven't done mine which is fine because you don't have to listen to that but i know people are going to want to hear it and so paul so we've got that in hand but tell me give me the encapsulated story of your actual 26.2 miles
3: uh yes this uh, um in brighton yeah um so i was you will
0: never hear me talking
3: Hmm.
0: oh no i didn't say never i put never in What a strange
3: subconscious uh, (laughs) tweak you've made to that. I don't know what's happened.
0: Sorry, listen, and I will hear you talking. Tell it, tell it. So So I was
3: relatively confident that I would be able to do it um, based on on previous uh, sort of runs with only medium-sized amount of training, but I also didn't want to uh, humiliate myself. Also, the other thing is um, I don't really ever, and I know I will, maybe in my hunt, I haven't had a a wall-esque you know, psychological moment. Yeah. And I'm fundamentally, I think, quite, you know, everything that I've achieved in running, uh, which is very little, but, you know, has been on the basis of what I can do quite casually. Yeah, I and fundamentally the stretched distance myself. is
0: clearly within your power. And what I even really me and to Paul have found is that, uh, and, you know, Paul is, is, a, is a greater marathon runner than me, and, and we've both done plenty of good ones, is that it's all about reaching a point where it's a little bit too hard yes. and hanging in there Sounds like that's not an
3: issue with you. I, I, no, no. I, I found it hard, but not, you know, I've not been sort of like at moments where I've just thought, don't buckle, don't buckle. Because I think I fear, my fear is that I would, because I'm a, I'm a buckler in, in many ways. Yeah. Um, and, uh... What I'd like to do is a Tonks, Tonks-esque three hours. I've just read his book about the sub three yeah. um, and the amount of his life he gave over to total commitment to it. And again, even that, I'm the sort of person who says things like, oh, I don't really want to do London this year because it's at the end of September and Edinburgh in August is always such a heavy month. Yeah, Which yeah, is not yeah. unreasonable if you're trying to go for a good time. But, you know, obviously if you care about running, so then your difficult. life will I mean, pivot around it.
0: make like but if you can do it without doing a major training schedule, it makes it much harder to motivate yourself to do one. Maybe. You'd be doing a major training schedule to do a good marathon rather than doing a major training schedule to survive a marathon, which is what is that most of us are
3: doing. Well, that's where I am at the <laughs> moment, at 31. We'll see. But then I had a lovely chat. So did how Brighton worked was I took it slowly at the start. I was in blue, which is 3.30 to 4. And yeah. then I was a bit slow to, uh, to sort of get across the line at the start. And then it was, it was quite congested, uh, as uh, understandably. But yeah. I found myself uh, nipping onto pavements a little bit in Brighton, yeah. um, in the sort of city to, to sort of get past uh, sort of clumps. And then it's actually... It's a natural pace
0: setter, isn't it? Because, I, I mean, I, I, was, I was going at a stupid lick, really. but it, you. Do you think, I'll be happy to be behind these people. But these people, it feels like it's, it's, it's grinding my gears. I need to get past them. And but relax. then you're isn't
3: trying it? to be slow at the start because you don't want to overstretch yourself. Yeah. Um, and I, was, I think I was aiming for 330. 330 is great because you've got quite an exact sort of, it's eight, roughly eight-minute miles yep. or five-minute kilometers, isn't it? Yeah. So, right. uh, so you can sort of watch that almost on your watch. Yeah. Um, but uh, and
0: also the three thirty balloons. I suppose you weren't watching them if it took you a while to get through the start Yes, lines. but
3: then I remember I over I overtook them at about mile sixteen. And that felt quite good. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But um, uh, sort of leaving leaving I'm the balloons. I didn't
0: see you out there. We both had kind of reverse relationships with the three thirty balloons. So did the it. balloons pass you. They were in front of me, and I was uh, surprised but happy to be kind of basically
3: following what? them. And then I, I, Rob, alive, I haven't I asked how have we have you done it? Is this your first podcast in front marathon? Yeah. Rob, how was your bright yeah, no, it was, it was. Sorry. Cold. That reveals a lot no, no, about yeah. me and my <laughs> <laughs> You just sort of think, Well, we'll get, get to that or you know, I'm I'm yeah, in mean, yeah. part of a sort of of no, podcast. A, I,
0: I did a I I basically I had a very nippy, very happy um sixteen to twenty miles and then I thought I feel quite untoward, I'm gonna walk for a bit. Which is sort of obvious and wally. short, it was a post yeah, there was a post COVID moment where I thought I feel funny. Mm. I'm going to stop running in case I have a stroke or a heart attack. And then, and then the most heroic bit was a couple of miles after that when I started running again.
3: That is impressive because you must be very tempted just to, just to walk the rest yeah, of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Point. And I thought, I mean, I didn't feel great. So I wanted to get there as quick as possible. And I thought, okay, we're going to start running again. And I did. And then, the, yeah, literally in all, uh, in all simplicity and seriousness, the last two miles were easily as hard as the first half just to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Mm. But that's all on me because I went off really fast, which in turn, I don't really blame myself for at all. I felt like I really wanted that good time, and if, if it had been available to me, I'd have had it. And, and I've run 18 marathons, and I've run them all roughly the same. When I've been fit enough, I've gone well and got a good time. When I haven't been fit enough, I've gone well
3: and then blown out and got a mediocre time. So what? So what's your w- range in terms of your times?
0: Oh, well, my fastest ever was three fourteen oh two or something, just sub three fifteen basically. And uh, and this was one of my two slowest. It was four eleven, my Brighton, which is I got four thirteen, the hot London one a couple of years ago as well. Mm. Um, and then a lot of them have been in the middle around three thirty five.
3: Because I'm interested in even that, in, in what, a sort of r- what one's range can be and all the factors that affect it. Yeah, I
0: think ignore the slowest ones because they definitely involve significant walking, which kind yeah, of changes things. And if I, d- I suppose, if I was a different person, I might have got to. But, but the, it's the ongoing average is the interesting one because the faster ones, I think maybe, you know, the faster ones obviously aren't flukes. You've got to be able to do it, but you've got to look at the average, haven't you? I don't know.
3: I, uh, but we don't
0: need to dwell on mine. I'm going to do it in incredible detail when I've got Tompkinson's ear. Good. But the moment well. might have passed so thanks for asking.
3: <laughs> well, no, I, I feel it came very late. I was well warned. I cr-
0: really enjoyed the, the, the marathon but the, the whole power station industrial estate thing was, it was good forewarned is forearmed because that is a... It,
3: uh, it's tough. It's bleak out there. And I was trying to in an Instagram post after the run say that it was one of the, my less favourite parts in a way that I was trying to f- I, I'd say I spent five minutes on the train Try to pick the right adjective, because it sounds like you're having a go at Shoreham, yeah. wh- where I've had some lovely cases Shoreham's lovely, yeah. And it's, and it's also, or, as, and maybe this is my own anxiety about coming across as a cotton-wooled, uh, <laughs> white-collar douche. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to, I said, I, the first draft was sort of album? industrial. That's <laughs> cotton-wooled, white-collar douche. <laughs> but I said a very industrial part of Shoreham. Yep. And nothing against industry. heavy industry it's just the combination of it being the worst part of the marathon and it being this quite and there being no crowds and it just being machinery yeah, you're just and running then, through machinery. And at one point, it
0: actually smells really bad as well. It's yeah. like a big chemical smell, and you're like, really? <laughs> that as well? They're also, on the other upside, right at the very end, they, uh, they generally don't do hairpins. They do little loops at the end, at yep. the turn back. The little loop at the shore on turn back, between 21 and 22 miles, you go right, and then you get <laughs> into a bit, which would be a great scene for a shootout <laughs> on an American cop show. Yeah, yeah. You kind of by the water, and there's stacks of wood. It's I thought w- I was going to see a Buick driving through dramatic. a big stack of a couple of boxes <laughs> instead just a bunch of guys uh, like me just going oh it's getting a bit far now
3: <laughs> and it's hard to know like, I think it's really fun when a marathon's got a few different chapters sort of visually like Absolutely, that yeah. and part of you thinks well I, maybe I'd have enjoyed the sort of uh, filmic you know um, shootout wasteland vibe you know when, <laughs> I, when I was feeling less physically stressed but then I wouldn't have swapped feeling great running along the coast, yeah. sort of to and from Rottingdean, which is just incredible when your body oh, goes into long run mode at sort of wonderful. mile six or yeah, seven. Yeah, that's right. And it you th- see the sea and you go to a little village and ba- I just, I adored that, Rob.
0: It was really good. I liked the, whole, really liked the whole scene and I agree. I think that, I think one way or another, in my experience, every marathon needs a rough third quarter. So I just said rough in that open, because it was also, it's beautifully, um, uh, marshaled and everything it? you feel safe oh, yeah. you've got your water you've got <laughs> your jumps <John's laughs> ambulance there just aren't big c- cheering crowds yeah. as of Hovites yeah, yeah. but I think it's a way of um, parceling up the hardship of the marathon to give it a sec a section, a session, which is where you just go right, forget all that. Now we're going to head to there and suffer for an hour. If you make that an hour rather than four hours, you're onto something. You know what That's I mean? Because the suffering's going to come somewhere, but then you wouldn't know that because you just go around them like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so easy! <laughs>
3: No, I will point you towards my official photographs, which I perused yesterday. Not paid the £27 for them because I did not remember to smile for the camera. I, I, I look in uh, you know, healthy amounts of pain. Good. Uh, so, no, I, it was not easy. And I, and I didn't, you know, and I was, I was screaming in, on the inside for, the, for most of the last few miles. But I, I it was delighted still that I could do it. Yeah. And I'm so excited to do more now. And yeah, go to well, I
0: honestly absolutely I'm not I'm not um uh, plug um, me
3: into the community, Rob, because I, I want to park run and I want to go into sp- you know those sort of that split training.
0: Well, I really mean what I said about doing them back to back as well. I think it's going to be great training for your event next month. This month. This month. This month, Rob. Because my honestly I've never felt more fine after a marathon than they did after the second of those two. Yeah.
3: Oh, time. lovely. So that's sort of Music to my ears. Because yeah. I'd sent off, I've put uh, an advert in the Mahuntlet Comedy Festival brochure saying, uh, very, you know, again, very complacently, he's running 50 kilometres. Will you do five? <laughs> and that had been signed and sent off to the printers on the Friday. So I thought it would be terrible timing two days later <laughs> to pull over in the Brighton Marathon, realise I couldn't do it, and then be yeah. saying, can you take that ad out of the brochure? <laughs> yes, um, he can't. He can't so do it. even <laughs> if Would you can, it, yeah. it means nothing now. <laughs> He's doing five. <laughs> will you do 50K? Um, so <laughs> well, we'll, we'll
0: see. Well, well let's, go to, let's go to Wales. But, yeah, well, uh, thanks for this today, and great to do the debrief. And, and uh, I will say to the listeners that, A, I'm going to go into tiresome detail, um, more stuff about my marathon, but also there were some really great PBs this week, which I'm going to save for. Oh, lovely. Run, because his klaxon noise. How is your what? klaxon
3: noise? Uh, oh, no, it's not. Uh, See what
0: I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, whereas I, I mean, I can't do his. Mine's kind of <laughs> which people don't like. They don't like it. Um, but yeah, a number of people ran great races. Oh, well, congratulations the to them. And, uh, well, yeah, and I'll be, but we'll give you specifics next
3: week. And I'd like to uh, pick your brains about other things, like energy channels and stuff. As well. I, I feel like a, a bit of a novice who wants to ask questions. Oh, we should go around again. But
0: don't you think that 5K over
3: No, 5K like, very a nice.
0: 5K is very healthy. And, you know, it's early evening. It's going to get dark. Who knows what's going to happen to us on the heath?
3: We don't want to see those kids again, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) We've had a lovely selfie with them. (laughs) They've followed us both on Twitter and the podcast, apparently.
0: Yeah, they'll love to hear this, us patronising them roundly and sounding about a thousand years older than them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: which we are. <laughs> um, well, I'd love to come on either uh, pod again or you just go for a run with you, Rob. No, let's do this.
0: We'll go for a run and also, yeah, I'm sure Paul would love to have done this. So we'll do... Well, we'll All and the very best
3: to Paul as well. I loved his book and it really uh, got, me, got me excited in the and last few weeks.
0: So whatever happens in McHuntleth, we'll get you back on here so we can talk about it.
3: Great, Rob. What oh, uh,
0: um, can we look you up? What's your Twitter handle? Uh,
3: it's Ivo Graham. Nice. On both social medias. Okay, follow Ivo. And
0: Oh, and my t shirt. I've got my t shirt. Okay, keep the chatter down in this room.
3: <laughs> even like even the your book talks about running to the other side, which again I would just put, uh, put down as not uh you know, too slow. Yeah. But then of course the the cheers in the there's there's a cheer in the room as you as you break through your own you know, whatever, mile 15 must be incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I actually found that uh, early on, I couldn't run with beats that fall in with my stride because it threw me off. So I actually <sighs> actively avoid BPM that fits too directly with my running.
3: That's in- uh, I see. I don't really know anything it's about that. I'm sort of, I throw that caution to the wind. Yeah, yeah.
0: Boring yeah. detail from Deering right behind.
3: Oh, no, I don't mind it at all. I didn't know whether we were still on or not. Yeah, that's
0: magic. Well, Steve will choose a point. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter.